guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I know it's been a minute since I was in here all by my lonesome, eh? Of course, if this is your first time tuning in, you don't know that I'm usually here on my own, and the last two episodes were interviews. And if you're a regular listener, well, thank you. And what'd you think? Do you enjoy interviews? Should I keep them in the mix, or not so much? And if you miss them, head on back and listen to episode 23, where Susie Rains of Rains Wellness, a habits coach, she gives her best advice on building habits and even coaches me on the spot. And episode 24, where Tasia Haste of Your Hope Fitness Inc., she talks about being a very client-focused businesswoman and how she broke the stereotype about women weightlifters and now she applies her lessons that she learned to coaching other women to their personal goals. I didn't choose it this way, But the last two weeks have been habits and health focused. Not a bad thing, but this week I'm switching tacks. I don't know about you, but I'm tired. It's the end of the year, and man, what a year, eh? While it has been a positive year for me, it's been a different year. And I have found that tiring in and of itself. I really empathize with those of you who've had a steady income, a solid business, and then this pandemic threw that all up in the air. I know some of you have had to shut down, switch over, and we've all had to learn a lot on the fly. This stuff is hard. Some days are harder than others and might leave you wondering why you even thought this would be a good idea. Like, why? I asked a friend of mine that last night as I was up to my ears in tech crashes and children. She had some sage advice for me that, frankly, I cannot repeat here, but I thought I'd take this episode and recount the five benefits of being an entrepreneur. You ready? Hey, I'm Janice, and welcome to another episode of Connections coffee and confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew 
and let's get into today's episode. Do you know you need to promote your business, grow your target market, convert them from scrollers to followers to clients, but don't know what to say? Or maybe you don't know how to say it. What I've learned is that it's being uncomfortable with getting your messages out. The feelings you want to leave your clients with versus what you fear you've actually left them with that prevents you from creating and implementing an impactful communication strategy. That boils down to knowing your voice, being comfortable using it. It's the first block to step over and I can help you. I'm running a challenge in my Facebook group, Connections Coffee and Confidence Community, on finding your voice. It's running the week of November 23rd to 27th. Come join us and create the foundation of your communications plans to come. You'll be a more clear, confident, comfortable communicator, leading you to nurture loyalty and get more sales. After all, as Donald Miller, the author says, people buy from those they understand the easiest. And if you're listening to this in real time, then yeah, that's this week. But don't worry. If you're catching this on a replay or in a later date, you can still join us. So join me in Connections Coffee and Confidence Community on Facebook and let me help you find your voice. First, you get what you put into it. It's yours. If you throw your heart and soul into your work, into creating what lights your soul on fire, what helps your clients do what they need, that pays your bills, well, that is incredible. Think about all those people. Maybe you, like me, even remember being one of them. Those people who just do what they're told or do what they must. You may drop into bed at night tired, but the feeling inside of accomplishment, of self-satisfaction, is what helps you get to sleep at night. Okay, that and the three trips it took to carry all of those boxes into the post office earlier, but that's work. That's part of what your workflow is, your process. No one told you you must do this, and no one can take it away. Even if you go bankrupt, you have to shut down. You decide you no longer love it. You sell it to someone. You still have that knowledge of your capabilities, that feeling of confidence and pride in having been brave and chosen your own thing. Second, you can choose your critics. When you work in an office or retail or wherever, there are people who will always have an expectation of how and how well something is to be done. You kind of need to listen to them and take their instruction on board. However, when you work for yourself, you have the option of choosing who you take criticism from. Of course, the caveat here is choose wisely. There's a saying going around the social media channels saying, not to take advice or criticism from someone who isn't doing what you're doing. And there's some validity to that. My husband often has something to say about my subjects or delivery, and that's fine. No, honest, that's just fine. I don't need to listen to him because he isn't my target market. He is neither a woman, nor is he an entrepreneur. I take his suggestions look at them from a few different angles, and then think, as a woman, does that mean something to me? And as an entrepreneur, 
Is that impactful or instructive to me? And if it's not, I don't feel bad, politely smiling and thanking him, then promptly forgetting what he had to say. Because I get to choose. It's a different story when someone whose work is entangled in mine, whose opinion I respect because they are an entrepreneur or experienced in the small to medium-sized sector, if they have experience in PR or whatever. The point is, I get to choose who I take my criticism from, and it's down to me to choose wisely. Similarly, you choose your advisors, and that's point three. Do you know how generous women can be with their time, their experience and information? The women I've had the pleasure of interviewing have been gracious in their advice and hard-won wisdom. The women I speak with behind the scenes in my mastermind, accountability group, and other groups I belong to, these women are so happy to help someone out when they see that someone's operating in integrity and they're putting in the hard work to make something. But not everything is free. And you know what? Not everything should be free. People who pay, pay attention. And when I needed some guidance on a specific matter, I joined a mastermind group, and it's helped me enormously. If you look at all the big names in whatever industry you have your target set on, the people at the top had help. They had a mentor. Sometimes they paid for the help they required to make big, bold steps but they had someone help them all the same. Success leaves clues, and if you can't see them, you get to pick whose path you follow. Find someone you admire, and politely, being mindful of the boundaries of the law and decency, watch them. This is the age of information. Everything you want to know is probably on the old Google or Facebook machines. So scroll back and see if you can piece together the clues that they left on their way to success. And like how you choose your critics wisely, you need to choose your advisors wisely. That's the other side of this choice, the responsibility to choose wisely. You are not going to get out of this business thing without being burned once or twice. I think that's just a matter of fact. But you can minimize the risks by doing your due diligence. Google for reviews or ask around. Buy a small ticket item and see how it goes for you. Do you feel cared for as a customer? Does their method and advice sit well in your tummy? Honestly, I think we ignore that intuition that resides in our body, usually to our detriment. So if you invest a bit of time or money with someone and it doesn't feel right, move on. It's okay. Fourth are the time and challenges needed to discover hidden talents and strengthen others. Oh man, would you have ever known about your talent for product photography or website design or networking if you hadn't taken on the challenge of working for yourself? And yeah, maybe you knew you're a great artist or coach or dietitian, but the amount of time and dedication you've had to put into honing your craft, the extra education or skill or equipment upgrading that you had to do to ensure your clients receive the best. Well, those are opportunities you probably wouldn't have sought or taken advantage of if you didn't bear the responsibility for the end product. Even just the repetition of tasks improves skill level. 
So the more I write, the better I become. And I'd like to say that the more I do an Instagram reel, the better I get at it. But frankly, that's not one of my skills to begin with. I can think of a handful of things, though, that I thought I could never do. I was really worried about the technical aspect of a website and integrating emails and uploading a podcast and all that kind of thing. Those are the things that held me back and they still sometimes annoy the daylights out of me. But I discovered that actually I'm pretty okay at this whole podcast thing. I can figure out how to claim my website for Pinterest and Bonjoro as well as forward my domain to ConvertKit to operate my landing page. I didn't even understand these words last year, and I know I'm not alone. You've had the opportunity to refine skills, to learn skills, to try different things and discover really cool things about yourself, all because you were brave enough to back yourself and start your own business. And the fifth and final thing follows on from that thought. The opportunities are yours. They're yours to see, to take, or pass on. They're yours to spectacularly fail or succeed at. To struggle through alone or to ask for help with. The opportunities arise from taking action. From trying to do something until you are no longer trying to do, but actually doing. And how awesome is that? No one can tell you what you must do. Well, other than pay taxes, you really must do that. But honestly, the opportunity is yours not to pay taxes and see how that works out for you. And to be clear, I don't advise that in any way, but I'd be interested to hear from you as you travel the world to escape apprehension. When you work for someone else, you tend to get blinders on and you tend to be hidden You see what's in front of you. You see the line of progression in the company, or not. You also receive what is readily available, meaning you get the promotion from team leader to senior team leader. That's the opportunity that's circling in the ether around you. It's what you see in front of you. But because you're your boss, because you're in the middle of things, and engaged with your world around you, which tends to be bigger when you work for yourself. You're more awake to chances, and even the ones you don't immediately see, because you're now bigger than just you in your desk or behind the register. You're around people who will point chances out to you, draw them to your attention. I've had a few different opportunities brought to me, and some really exciting ones that in a million years I wouldn't have thought of and certainly would not have dropped in my lap a year ago. But I'm slowly getting out there. People see me. Okay, they hear me. They want to match my energy. The opportunities are out there because I am too. It all starts coming together. I feel like I've only really started to understand the term imperfect but inspired action in the last few months. Don't get me wrong, I am well-versed in the imperfect part. I got that down. It's the inspired piece I didn't viscerally understand until the joy of what you do, 
the awakening to the reality of the opportunities if you just do that little bit more or with more faith. Being inspired into action by the possibilities is exciting and it's your feeling to have, to create and harness. You won't miss out unless you choose to and you're free to do that. Except the taxes thing. That's really not a choice. So those are the five things about being an entrepreneur that really jazz me up. You get what you put into it. It's yours. You can choose your critics and also your advisors. Just try to choose both wisely. All the time and the limitless challenges needed to discover hidden talents and strengthen the other ones. And just straight up that the opportunities are yours and they just become limitless. Okay, so you know how in the beginning I had said that I was changing tack and not talking about health and habits this week? Well, it occurs to me, I told you a wee fib. Unintentional, but there nonetheless. Because what I've just done is practice gratitude, and that's a daily habit of mine. And I've walked you through a mindset exercise, another habit. That effort to focus on the positive and to see both sides of a thought, that's beneficial to your health. So while, yes, we are tired, yes, some decisions and days bite us on the bottom, but we are pretty darn lucky to have the opportunities that we do have to make our choices and to learn from everything. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much. 